0: Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is episode 23 with Sean McDonald about how to customize a test program. Hi, I am Marty McCurdy with Spirit Electronics, and we're here with our podcast behind the screen. So today I have my colleague, Sean McDonald, with me. Welcome, Sean. Hello.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: For sure. I think one of the challenges that we face as a value-added distributor and why we wanted to do this podcast is that the the question of electrical parameters to test on our value-add always comes up. So... I know you probably hit me up for that more than anybody. So when you're seeing a value add opportunity, what does that look like uh, from your perspective?
1: Right, right. So we tend to engage with uh, customers who have a very engineering intense focus on the programs and projects that they're working with. In a lot of cases, we're working with space and satellite type of applications where um, customers need our components that we're selling, distributing to survive in their environments for a specified amount of time with different exposures to radiation, maybe heat, maybe shock and vibe, those types of different things. Uh, that's pretty typical of what we're seeing out there.
0: Nice, yes, I I recognize the, uh, like the PEMS qual, if you will, like some of the language that everybody uses, but really I think um, what we see very specifically is source control drawings, right? So we've got the big primes coming here for very specific outside of the PEMS QUAL, uh, a screening flow and a QUAL flow. So I think our challenge always is, is that we got the environmentals and the reliability nailed down pretty well, like you say. Uh, But when we want to test the electricals, sometimes that's to the data sheet, or sometimes they have their own specific parameters. And then when they don't, this is where the challenge really comes in with the customers and I hear you talking to them about, you know, what is it that you wanna test? So maybe if you could comment on that. Right, exactly,
1: you know, that's it's a great point. You bring up kind of the, the data sheet approach versus the source control drawing approach. And so, um, yeah, some customers say, well, we, we have this list of parts and we need it to survive here and here's all the data sheets that go along with it. So, you know, certainly we have the capability and the intelligence to be able to, to screen to that Type of depth within each component. But um, the the problem is in a lot of cases, that tends to be overkill. It's a lot more effort and cost and time than what might be required. So our preference is to really engage with the customer, engage with their team and and understand, okay, exactly what is your environment? What's your mission here? And how can we help you take your requirements, pare down the data sheet and help you create a custom data sheet that will suit your application very specifically?
0: Yeah, that's interesting, because every mission is different, whether it's space or, you know, aircraft, avionics components, whatever, it might need to be functional for 10 minutes or 10 years. Right. So that really is the challenge how to identify that. And I think historically, you know, the, the intelligence behind what has been done here for years is that, you know, how long you have to either, you know, temp cycle or hast or whatever activity we're doing to simulate these years, then you guys know how much is needed to do that from just kind of some tribal knowledge that goes on. And then on the electricals to do, put it on our testers, the electricals, I know some of your OEMs not always are, uh, understanding why we're touching these parts, but basically our customers are stretching that parameter a little bit in some way. Is that usually what you see?
1: Right. That's exactly right. So they might have a a voltage specification. So maybe the the part itself is optimized to run at a specific, you know, electronic parameter. And they say, well, our application is just a little bit different here. So how how can you help me verify it's going to function exactly as it needs to, um, within that specific application. So that's exactly what you want to do is have that dialogue with them and say, you know, what exactly are you looking for? And, um, that seems to be the key. So the communication upfront is always necessary. And uh, sometimes it's an education um, on both sides uh, to help you know us understand what they need and help them understand how to reduce their cost and lead time and and ultimately get exactly what they're looking for.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. the The customer varies, right? So right. sometimes we've got component engineers that really lead us down the the path of what they want. And other times just the customer itself is an engineering company working for a prime. And that's always a great engagement because they know so much. Right. We learn a lot You're from right. that. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I think the, the real sweet spot for spirit is that I know you head up the, we own the qual kind of thing. So, you know, how does that support the customer, both in schedule and costs and all of that?
1: Right, exactly. So that's where we see the most benefit in a lot of cases. The standard typical flow that's just kind of been out there existing for so many years is, you know, the parts will come from a supply, they'll come to the customer and then they'll get, you know, pulled in for incoming inspection and then they'll sit on the shelf, and they'll ultimately get sent back out to some kind of value add test provider. They'll come back in back to the customer, have to get re-inspected again. They'll get sent back out to maybe a contract manufacturing house or even a separate value add type of facility. And uh, really you can kind of see it's a zigzag of parts all over the place, all over the nation to, to be able to build the circuit cards and have the customer what they get at the end of the day. So spirits go to market is to put all of those types of capabilities, all of those offerings and services here in house within spirit. And be able to say okay uh, customer we're going to work with you and we'll take your bomb if there's any obsolescence issues we'll take a look at that and we can mitigate any risk lead time issues we can pipeline material for you if you've got uh, value add that needs to be done we have that here in house we can do that for you if you need circuit card assembly if you need tests and screening on the components we can do all of that here in-house and at the end of the day we can even perform a system level test on the circuit board after it's been built so If you can imagine all of that is here at Spirit and uh, parts don't go zipping all over the country, we take care of it, we manage it. And ultimately the customer places one purchase order with one supplier, which is Spirit, and at the end of the day, it's a hands-off approach for them and they get the board delivered, screened and tested, ready to go for their application.
0: That's pretty exciting I know that. It uh, is, yeah. yeah, the sales team is always excited when you have this much to sell, right? We just right. don't have one widget. Right, right. Um, and I think one of the other uh, pieces of that is that you're you and your team have really been excellent at is offering the support of writing the SCD or writing a new data sheet to meet the new parameters that then becomes like a spirit part number. And then in the next round, all they do is order the spirit part number. So that's an ingenious level of of support. Exactly. Yeah. We certainly understand
1: the amount of time and engineering support and effort and internal costs for our customers to develop these types of data sheets and, and spec sheets. So we try and offload that and say, Hey, explain to us your, your mission, explain to us the parts that you need. We'll do the heavy lifting, we'll put the technical data and sheets and documentation in place for you. And yes, your procurement team just needs to order this dash part number. And that tells us as a, as a partner to perform all of these tests, all the screening, any build work, whatever it might be and take care of that for you. So it's really just streamlining the process for our customers and uh, helping them uh, react more quickly in the marketplace. We're seeing a lot of demand right now for for speed and, and the need to move quicker and uh, especially in the space type of market, there's a lot of urgency, I guess mm-hmm. you can say it. Yeah.
0: Moment. I see it too. I think that we've been kind of, let's use the word entertained with uh, the, mm-hmm. the names that some of the companies are coming up to for like these teams of, of people that are, really getting an accelerated approach to building a a satellite, right? And so that's where the agility of spirit comes in and everybody here is kind of reactive to, uh, you know, we don't really, follow the 10 steps. We follow two steps. We, right. we get the job, we get the job done. Right. right so right. it's kind of a, we're, we're always in expedite mode. So I think that's why you're seeing so many of these customers that are having this, you know, fast tracking of, of, uh, implementation.
1: Yeah, I agree. And that's uh, honestly, that's kind of the fun exciting part about explaining our offering and our, and our services out there because we're not bogged down by years of legacy this is how things are done. You know, we're able to to bend some rules, break some rules, and even make some new rules along the way, and uh, that helps us react for our customers and sometimes even fight their own internal battles. It, it's really a, a nice, uh, nice partnership type of offering for the customers, and and they need it. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, when you when we talk about bending or breaking the rules, it really is is that we're we're changing the the meaning of distribution basically. Right. So when everybody goes, oh no, you have to order this and do this and this, and we're like, why? Mm-hmm. And if it's within our quality procedure, it's you know delivering quality product. We're managing our counterfeit mitigation. You know, why can't we ship it today? Like why do we have to bring it in, put it on the shelf, do this, do that. Look, is it meet everything? It does. Let's get it out the door. Let's deliver to the customer. You know, let's move
1: right and yeah you mentioned the word quality and that certainly is the underlying you know foundation for how everything is done so yes even though we bend some rules we still make sure it comes through the mill standards you know our customers spec- uh, specific standards everything has to be done properly so but the goal is to really look at it from different perspectives and and find ways to, to move quicker and to do things differently and spirit has that agility yeah i think that's what makes us unique
0: yeah, I think uh, just to kind of touch on that, I know if our colleague Zef Malik was here, he'd get on his soapbox. But uh, one of the things is like burning. So whenever we're doing a screening or qual for a customer, the old typical, we're gonna you know burn it in for 240 hours. Well, why? Well, that's because that's what we've always done. But really, some of the very agile and forward-thinking customers that we have are doing maybe 72 hours or 80 hours, really looking for some infant mortality or forcing the burn-in. I remember years ago, Intel used to say, the only thing they wanted was to get out of burn-in, right? Mm -hmm. And I think years ago, I wrote a paper about getting out of burn-in. So those are some of the things that just historically from all of the value add that we've done all these years and, you know, with Zeph in our in our midst, uh, 30 plus years of intelligence, these are the things we can offer the customer to kind of lead them down a different way of thinking. And also we have the tribal uh, knowledge and the, in the flight history to say this has worked.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, you said tribal knowledge and you know legacy type of history too. That's, that's important because when you're trying to, to meet the customer's needs, but in a new way, you do need to understand the legacy and how it was done and why, but just have the willingness to, to find a new path forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's excellent info. I know as far as a, a board build, you talked about uh, one of our, our lines that you love to say is <laughs> we have a high copper board right. and uh, coming out of Japan, we're one of two suppliers in the world basically. But this to me is like a, a great opportunity for us to supply Probably the most highest quality board out there with high copper when we've got high power or some of our GAN products on the board. So I'll let you talk about that a little bit.
1: Sure. Yeah. I like to say it fast. So (laughs) Tayo (laughs) Kyogyo, (laughs) but for the purposes of the podcast, I'll slow it down. So Tayo Kyogyo. And uh, as Marty said, they're very, very high quality. Uh, This particular company is out of Japan and we are their sole US distribution partner. And uh, where we find a real unique niche is our ability to manage ITAR type of designs and bombs, uh, for the customer. And so we have a kind of pr- proprietary way of managing that data set so that we don't violate any export laws and we, uh, you know, make sure to keep everything safe and secure, but this product is so unique and niche and really fits well with the military and aerospace and, and space customers that we're working with. We feel it was very important to bring that to the market as an offering. And um, and Spirit manages any, like I said, ITAR restriction type of issues on the back end. So, um, as you mentioned, it's a it's a great fit for for Gan. It's a high copper type of build. Um, it's got heat sinks built into it if that's what your application requires. And there's buses that can run through the entire board. I think it's kind of cool. You can actually use them as a connector on the end, so you're actually saving some costs on connectors in some cases and actually making the design more secure. So. Uh, it's a very, very unique application.
0: Yeah, I think we've, we're have we only touching the initial phases of that to really kick that product off. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it ties in really well with our GAN. Right. And also uh, not every contract manufacturing equipment can support it, but ours can. So that's a, a big plus for us. So I, I look forward to kind of getting that off the ground a little bit quicker than we are at the moment. Right, so, right. Well, I thank you today for joining me. It's been uh, hopefully informative for our listeners. And I always appreciate our team being able to see what the needs are of the customer and kind of addressing those and kind of like you say, our our agility and speed and and what we're offering is really changing the definition of distribution. So thank you for being with us today, Sean McDonald. How do they reach you?
1: Uh, You can reach us at Mm spiritelectronics.com. Or you can call our main line here at the office. There's always somebody here to pick up the phone. 480-998-1533.
0: Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.